Anyway, Graham, I'm going to hand over to you. Wow. Isn't it good to be here? Might be even better if I switch my microphone on. No, I'm on now. Yep. It's really good to see you. If you're visiting, we're delighted that you're here. So if you've been invited by a friend, that's really, really special. It's lovely to have you here. And I'm a great believer that there are no such things as accidents, that God is involved in everything. And so you're here for a reason. One of the reasons why we come together as a community is so that we can hear what God has to say to us. And what he says to us is worth listening to because the words of life and health and healing and change. And we've heard something about that in some of the stories that we've heard this morning. And so for some of you here this morning, it might be that today is the day when something happens to you and you make something of a U-turn in your life. The direction of your life changes. For some of you, it may be the beginning of a new day with Jesus Christ. For some of you, it may be the start of a journey with Jesus. So I'm going to pray. Please join me as I pray. Father, we thank you so much that you're here with us this morning. We can't see you, but you're here. And you are real. And you are love. And you want us to know with our heads and our hearts that you love us. And that in knowing your love that we respond to it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I, I don't know when it was, but somewhere fairly early on in my life, I realized that the most important thing was in life was love. That you could have all kinds of things, but it, if you didn't have love, if you didn't discover love, the love of your life, if you didn't experience what it means to have love returned, and if you didn't experience what it was to know that that love would go on and on and on, then whatever else you had, life was somehow diminished. You could achieve all kinds of things in terms of career and success and money. And, but if you didn't have love, then your life was diminished. I think deep down we all recognize something of that. We chase after all kinds of things. But bottom line for all of us is we search for love because that's what we're made for. Because God is love. And His love is always drawing people to embrace it. And that's one of the reasons why for as long as I can remember, I've always wanted Jesus in my life. I can't remember a time when I didn't want Jesus. I, I wanted all kinds of things over the years. I wanted the train set. There was that really cool train set that I saw in the window in the big department store coming out to Christmas. And I went to my mum and my dad and they said, what do you want for Christmas? I said, a train set. And they said, what else do you want? Uh, 
And then I wanted that toy gun that you put caps in and then you put bits of potatoes in. And when you press the trigger, it would shoot pieces of potato out. And I was going to conquer the world with that. I wanted that. And then I discovered girls. Sadly, they didn't always discover me. And therein lies so many stories of broken hearts and crushed lives. I wanted all kinds of things. But for as long as I can remember, I wanted to go through life with Jesus. I didn't want to get to the end of my life and say, whatever I've achieved, I lived my life without him. Because I realized that he is the love that we're looking for. And whatever else you may have, and whatever else you may experience, if you don't know the love that's in Jesus, then your life is less than it could be. In one of my favorite sections of the Bible is John chapter 6. Jesus says this. He says in verse 35 of John chapter 6, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never go thirsty. He's using picture language. So imagine that you're out in the bush somewhere and it's not rained for months and your supplies are running out so you don't have the food and you don't have the water. You're not going to survive, are you? You may have got the best equipment. You may have got a fantastic job back home, but you will not survive without bread and water. That's the imagery Jesus is using here He's saying whatever else you have, you need to understand that the source of life is me. Not a set of rules and regulations. Christianity is not about do this or do that. It's about a person. I am the bread of life. And without me, Jesus is saying, you you will never experience the life of God made you to have. Without me, your life will wither away. And that's why, first reason why I'm a Christian. Because Jesus is the bread of life. Because I don't want to get to the end of my life and say, I live my life without Jesus because he is the source of life. Second reason why I'm a Christian is this. I don't know about you, but through life, there are so many great things that are offered to us, aren't there? I think every single human being is made with that sense inside of possibility, of things that they could be, things that they could achieve. If you look at a little child as they're beginning to grow up, there is that sense of excitement about everything. They could do anything. 
But then over the course of life, we start to get the no's, don't we? The pushbacks. You can't do that. The rejections, the disappointments. And for some people, they reach a stage in life where for them, life seems like a constant no. No. No to love. No to hope. I was always falling in love. It was uh, not a good experience. <laughs> I was too shy. I always, I always wanted, I always fell in love with the most unattainable girls. <laughs> and, and then I would discover somebody and I'd think, this is the one, this is the one, and then she'd say no. Or more likely, she'd choose my friend. <laughs> and I, I was just crushed. <laughs> and I want you to give me an extra sausage sizzle after it. <laughs> I was crushed by this experience of no. And you know, I sometimes used to think that about Jesus. Jesus, I'm coming to you, but I don't sense a yes. It feels like a pushback. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I'm not sincere enough. And you just keep seeming to ignore me. And one day... I said to God something like this, God, can we have a conversation? Can we talk about this? Because I just sense that I keep coming to Jesus and saying, I want Jesus more than anything else as far as I can tell. But I don't feel the yes. You see, it's one thing to read the Bible and hear with our heads. It's another thing to feel it, isn't it? Because love is not just about what you hear with your heads. It's what you experience, isn't it? And it was as if God said to me, okay, let's talk about this. And I came to this verse in John 6. Where Jesus in verse 37, so just a little further on from the, the verse I read earlier on. He says this, All that the Father gives to me will come to me, and everyone who comes I will never drive away. All that the Father gives will come to me. And I thought to myself, I am going to Jesus. I keep going to Jesus. I keep saying, Jesus, I want you. All that the Father calls will come to me and I will never turn them away. And something flicked in my head, and I sensed the yes of Jesus. Why am I a Christian? Because amongst all the other experiences of life, the most important person in the universe said yes to me. He said yes. And that's an invitation for anybody. Whatever you've been, whatever you've done, wherever you're going, wherever you are in your life, come to Jesus and he says, yes, yes, yes. There's never, 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 never a no for anybody who comes to Jesus. Why am I a Christian? Because he's the bread of life. I don't want to live my life without him. Why am I a Christian? 
Because he said yes to me. And I've never really got over that. He said yes to me. And the third reason is because he guarantees that this love will endure forever. And he guarantees it with his life. He guarantees it with his life. Verses 39 to 40, this is the will of him who sent me, that's God, that I shall lose none of all those he's given me, but raise them up at the last day. In other words, everybody who comes to Jesus is coming to Jesus because God has been at work in their life. And when they get to Jesus, Jesus says, yes. And everybody who comes to Jesus, it's God's will that when he gets to the end of everything, that love will continue. He will raise them up at the last day. And when I... When I read that all those years ago, I, I did declare, I cried. Because Jesus is saying, I guarantee that this is forever. And it's not just my words, I'm giving my life to this. I will die on the cross, not just to demonstrate, but to make it happen. I will raise you up on the last day. Why am I a Christian? Because Jesus is the source of life. Whatever else you may have, if you don't have Jesus, your life will never, ever be what God made it to be. Never. It will wither and perish. I'm a Christian because Jesus said yes to me. The greatest person in the world said yes. And that kind of, it kind of puts all those rejections I got from those amazing girls into perspective. And I've got over it. And my wife and I have talked about this, so it's okay. <laughs> and I'm a Christian because Jesus has given his life for this. Put his life on the line. Why wouldn't you want this? Why wouldn't you want this? You know, there were some followers of Jesus who were listening to him talking and hearing him say, I'm the bread of life and talking about his death. And they walked away. Some people want to live their lives without Jesus. Other things are more important. And Jesus turned to his inner circle and he said, what about you guys? Are you going to go as well? And Peter said this. Where else do we go? You alone have the words of eternal life. Jesus, there's nowhere else to go because nobody else is coming for us. It's you. There's nobody else coming for us. So what about you? Jesus said, anybody who comes to me, that is, anybody who believes in me, I'll never turn them away and I'll raise them up on the last day. You're going to come because Jesus is the bread of life. Is that what you want? Are you saying today, I want to live my life with Jesus. I do not want to get to the end of my life and have lived without Jesus. What do you have to do? Three things. 
just three simple things. You have to say, I want, I can, and I do. You have to say, I want Jesus. I want Jesus. You have to say, I can. I can come to Jesus because he invites me and he will say yes. And then you've got to say, I do. I give my life to Jesus Christ. I want, I can, I do. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads. I'm going to pray. We've seen somebody get baptized this morning. We've seen some people who are saying publicly they're followers of Jesus. And maybe some of you here, maybe you didn't even know you were going to come to church this morning, but you're here. And God's been speaking to you and things that have gone on today. And you're saying, I realize there's something here about Jesus and I, I realize I've never said yes to Jesus. Maybe you've been in churches for years and you've sat on the periphery of things and it's never been, I want, I can, and I do. I'm going to pray a prayer. And maybe you want to echo these words as I pray them. And the prayer is going to be, I want Jesus. I don't want to live my life without him. I know he will say yes to me when I come. I can. And today I give my life to Jesus Christ.